Hello, I'm Art Fuller, Ph.D., and welcome to the latest episode of The 5-Minute Expert, where today we are talking about drive through windows. We typically don't think much about drive throughs They've been around for years, but recently they've become extremely important. For some restaurants, they've become a lifeline in their ability to sell food products. Other stores without this convenient option have had to shutter their locations. But first, a word of unguarded mercantile propaganda from our sponsor. Now You See Me are the makers of two-way glass for residential homes like yours. Want a better look at those Jehovah's Witness pamphleteers before opening your door? Install a Now You See Me pane over your front room window. Like to spy on solicitors that come to your house while they're getting ready to make their sales pitch? Place a Now You See Me two-way glass in your front door. Yes, Now You See Me provides that extra level of security by allowing you to see out without anyone seeing in. Try it today for the most fun you've had in years. What is a drive through It's a type of takeout service provided by a business that allows customers to purchase products without leaving their cars. The first recorded operation of a drive through in the U.S. was by UMB Financial in Kansas City, Missouri in 1928, and it was called a drive-up. Shortly after, Grand National Bank in St. Louis opened a drive through and included a slot for night deposits. Kirby's Pig Stand in Dallas, Texas, introduced a drive-in restaurant in 1921 in which car hops offered to deliver meals to parked cars. Well, in 1931, a California pig stand franchise offered a drive through service which got rid of the car hops. By the early 1940s, Harold Willis incorporated a dairy and eggs drive through service in Redlands, California, supplying milk and eggs quickly and efficiently to driving customers. He utilized a dairy conveyor belt that he had invented. Since this time, drive throughs have become part of nearly every type of business, from dry cleaning to fast food to pharmacies. Here are a few other examples of drive throughs that you maybe haven't thought about or considered recently. Las Vegas has drive through wedding chapels. The post office essentially provides a drive through by placing drive-up mailboxes outside their locations. In Japan, they have drive through funeral homes where mourners drive by the window and view the remains of their friends or loved ones. And of course, now during the coronavirus crisis, we're seeing drive through test facilities where people pull up and get a nasal swab test while they remain in their cars. In the recent past, people used to drop off and pick up their film and photos via drive throughs at places like Photomat. So what qualifies as a vehicle at a drive through Because sometimes pedestrians try to walk through a drive through and order food when the seating area is closed. Many places will refuse drive through service to pedestrians because of safety and liability issues. Cyclists are often refused for the same reason. But here in suburban Atlanta, we regularly see golf carts at the drive through window of Starbucks. And just a few weeks ago, someone got in line riding a horse, ordered, and were served via the drive through Some businesses, though, are not so forgiving. A woman was recently fined for taking her horse inside a McDonald's after being refused service at the drive-thru. 
the horse ended up doing what horses naturally do, which caused some discomfort and disgust on the part of other patrons who were eating. Conversely, Portland, Oregon passed a law in 2018 making it illegal for drive through windows to refuse service to people who are walking or pedaling. But enough about drive through history. Let's get to the interesting stuff. Let's talk about the aggravations of drive throughs First is terrible technology. Order speakers that are unclear. You can't hear the employee or they can't understand you. Nothing is more frustrating than repeating your order a half dozen times because some fast food place won't spend a few dollars to fix their speaker system. Next are poorly marked drive through lanes. Where does the line start? Some places have multiple lanes that eventually merge. Do I move over, merge, or let the person in the other lane go first? Who knows? It's a Brazilian free-for-all that depends on the goodwill of other patrons. Then we have rude staff. I have literally approached a pickup window only to have the employee stick their arm out of the drive-thru and drop a bag into my car. No greeting, no explanation, no thank you for visiting. At other times, they want to argue with you if you have a question about your order or you dare to ask them for extra condiments. Which finally brings us to incorrect or incomplete orders. Rather than take the time to verify your order with you, most places just want you to move on through the line so they can serve the customer behind you. There's nothing worse than getting home with your food only to find it's not what you ordered. You thought you were getting a burger? Turns out it's a spicy chicken sandwich. You ordered a veggie pizza? They gave you Hawaiian pineapple and ham. No doubt drive throughs have made life quicker, easier, and more convenient. But there's still something to say for serving people courteously, accurately, and appropriately. So if you're working a drive through you have my sympathies. You will experience many rude, demanding, and annoying customers. But remember, they are still paying your wages. Well, Larry, what have you got for us today from the peanut gallery? Jack in Box, Oregon, emailed to say he has worked a drive through window for the past 20 years at one of the prominent fast food restaurants in Box. Jack says, It's hard keeping your cool while working the window. You can blame it on lousy technology, but really, it's mostly just stupid customers. They don't have the common sense God gave to a fish. They expect you to read their mind, and when you can't, they get mad. If I had a nickel for every stupid person that came through my window, I'd be a very wealthy person. So please put the blame where it belongs. It's not the drive through worker's fault you can't decide whether to have a large fry or an apple pie. Jack, thanks for sharing life from the other side of the window. Well, Larry says it's time for us to pull up to the window and pay. Apparently, there really is no such thing as a free lunch even for podcast hosts. Tell one person today about the podcast. You'll be glad you did. Mm -hmm.